Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Thank you very much for joining us. Sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. This is it, installment four of these yeah. special episodes. Uh, Our most did... popular pairing. Yep, episode one, big success. Lots of people loved it. Second one, bit of a success as well. Which one A bit that? of a success. Third one. Don't pump it up too much. <laughs> Second one was sex. Oh, sex, yeah. I think this is going to be like... You know, because we've done the trilogy and now we're back. This is the Mad Max Fury Road of these. You know what I mean? Let's rip it off. People maybe were a little bit disappointed by the third. We thought it was great. But now well, we're just, just uh, coming back. I think you're playing heard, it down. I've not heard any disappointment. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Christ. me either. I just want to. I just oh, want right. to run with the metaphor. Okay. <laughs> I just one was movie. great. Two was okay. Three was a dog. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got to have a. You know, there's got to be an arc. There's got to be a through one. We've got we've got two one. different actors playing the two guests. So <laughs> yeah, we're we're, right. re, we're rebooting it. Lawrence and Fiona. <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah. Lawrence and Mo- Fiona are having a special lie down in a clinic. Moonman. My name's Moonman. Yeah. Moonman. Well, yeah, of Moon course, Man. it's our favourite pairing that we've ever had on the show. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Lawrence Mooney and Fiona O'Loughlin. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. Uh, hello, Carl. Hello, Tommy. Hello, hello Tommy. Fiona. Hello, uh, Lawrence. Hello, yeah, Carl. Yeah, Lawrence. <laughs> you um, forgot his name for a second. That, that was, was good. We're very being funny filmed last night, tonight. That tweet you sent when you said, oh, that's yes, and you like men telling you what, what to, to do, do with your body. body. <laughs> that's okay. I, I think it's best. I think it's and I was like, that was so funny. Well, you... I think it's cool when men tell the ladies what to do with their bodies. <laughs> well, let's go back. So the first three episodes the... that we had with you guys, what, yep. the first episode was, what did we, what were we title that as? Suicide. Suicide. <laughs> Exclusively suicide. Right. Well, we didn't mean for it to be. Episode two was sex. Sex. Episode yep. three was... Religion, religion, kinda, and yeah. faith. So, uh, what we did, uh, we put out to our Facebook and Twitter followers what we should tackle on the fourth instalment of, of this pairing. And oh. what did they both say? Uh, <laughs> Bam! Got Tim. Got you. <laughs> well, you haven't got yourself because you went for a high five and did not get it back. Yeah, I know. Got fresh aired by <laughs> Fiona, <laughs> but she's got no peripheral vision <laughs> because of the troubles. <laughs> So this is we got a bunch of suggestions. She's got fetal alcohol syndrome <laughs> caused Still. by herself. Still, yeah. God, doesn't that wear off? Shut <laughs> up. But it's in reverse. Her eyes have gone closer to the <laughs> center of her face. <laughs> Can you get fetal alcohol syndrome later in life? Yeah. No, you cannot. Well, I think we've what found about, the topic for this episode. <laughs> what about cot death? Have you ever? Had, <laughs> no, I've never had a dead baby in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but have you ever well, not that up, I know. Have you oh. ever woken up with an adult case of it? Just yeah. like, oh, God, I feel terrible. <laughs> Got a bit of the old cotto today. Yeah. Oh, sorry, boss. With a pillow wow. in your mouth, just like, God. I hope this fucking... doesn't get offensive later on. Um... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so I could have we... choked it out I remember, that. though, once I had... Um, uh, awesome. That cot death reference reminds me of a story. <laughs> well, you know, in my fostering years. I don't think it's called cot death anymore. So, and our um, maternal health and childcare nurse told us really they shouldn't call it cot death because a lot of children die on couch. They should call it couch death. Oh. Mm. Good they, to use the correct term so as not to be offensive. Yeah. And I said, I reckon I've had that. I reckon I've been on malevolent couches that have gone, yeah, we've got you. <laughs> We're going to suck you into the cushion with the 20-cent piece <laughs> and you're fucking gone. <laughs> um, I've been on malevolent couches before. <laughs> 
it went from being very <laughs> grim to being sort of a little bit mate, whimsical. Yeah. Suck your back in, and it's like, no, you don't. It's turned into a from something horrible into an episode of Tom and Jerry. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your, w- w- do we dare ask what this story is? Uh, what story? The, okay. Oh, the co- oh yeah. No, um, I remember. Yeah, when I was, uh, I don't believe in um, pe- babies being in cots anyway. It's a very new um, anthropological. It's only been around for about 400 years. When was the, Fr- uh, the French Revolution? You don't believe we- in it. It's only been around for 400 years. You know, this whole concept of babies in their little... You know, childhood's princess. a relatively new invention. Right. Once upon a time, children, when they're old enough to walk, start working. Yeah. And, I, you know, schools... And this is before... In, but now I you say just... get rid of schools because the school drop-off really slows the traffic down. Well, now, now you just start <laughs> watching Star Wars until you're 40 years old. Isn't that the new childhood? No. Is that what yeah. happens these days? Seriously, Tommy? Seriously, if I could do it... Uh, Are you if a Star I could Wars fan? Pen no, and paper, I, I would do a PhD on this or maybe get a degree. But if I could find a pen and paper, <laughs> what's, it, what's in margin, your home? I'd have to put rule a margin to start my PhD, <laughs> hmm. and I'd put JMJ, Jesus and Mary, up the top, like yep. you did when you were in Catholic schools. I would you have started you off with a, a red pencil and a grey lead, and then you would have got your pen license. <laughs> my point is that. Prior to the Industrial Revolution, when families were their own economic unit, okay, a child was much loved but also uh, uh, an important part of of the the household. Like they had respect. And then all of a sudden, except for the aristocracy whose women, you know, did, I don't know, cross-stitch and the children were... Sat around... Drinking tea, yeah, chatting. Yeah, it was nonsense. And did they invent childhood? The putting a baby there's, in a cot and leaving it alone is really very bizarre. Like there was a couple. So where would they sleep when they you. went nine night? But what about their you. afternoon nap? Just in the bed, just on the bed. Yeah, wherever they want. That's what our baby's done. Yeah, I've just put cushions, or, you know, pillows around it, and they say. This whole, that. you've got to sleep through the night. Like mum used to say to me, Some is he a good are meant baby? To die. Well, how the fuck? <laughs> they are. It's just like that's, you know, there's a mortality rate. And, you know, you can avoid it by not chain smoking in your house. Well, you know what But the, it didn't affect what your people kids, don't talk about is the cost of what, um, and I'll get shot down for this, but with the cot death, um, they've minimised the risk they believe by, I don't know who's census but you put a baby we used to swaddle our baby mm. babies and swallow them hard s- swaddle yeah no you swaddle them like yeah like you think it's too tight but yeah it's like, the, so their little arms can't uh, get out uh, and it's true look at these two fucking idiots <laughs> and shift them from side to side yeah, a million sorry. miles from They're children bed, right? yeah, yeah sorry we don't know the term swaddle <laughs> I'll tell you what's happened. Now they're saying put your babies on their back. Don't put them on their side. Like put them Uh, on their back to sleep. And there has been something like an 80-something percent increase in um, uh, deformed heads. Flat heads. Flat heads. Suicide, sex, religion and swaddling. So – so we, so we we did those give three. Give her enough rope. Let's let's get off swaddling for one second. <laughs> yeah, because this fuck saw you glaze so badly, <laughs> you little cunts. Come You've, back to me. You'll have a baby. 
So well, we are actually planning to adopt a baby into this podcast. So it's Fiona O'Loughlin, she's gone through this massive transformation. She's shed all this weight. She's looking pretty hot. And all of a sudden, she's big king shit. <laughs> you oh. little cunts who run this. Oh. I'm out on a date. Oh. I don't need you. Yeah. Ooh, I'm Jenny on the block. No, <laughs> I'm not that person. I know. Well, let's get on to that because you're on a date later after this episode, which is awesome. But I just want to say this. Taking a young comic out? No. Tommy no. Little? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, you heard about the date, the accidental date. No. You did. You talked about that last time you were on the show, the right. comedy okay. festival. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yep. So um, that the guy that I accidentally had the date with. Yes. Just quick flashback. You you went on a date. You accidentally went on the date with the wrong person. Yeah. How? How? Uh, the deal was that... Because someone talked to Fiona on the street and she went, well, you must be my date. No, because he was standing right where the date... Was going to be. Someone, and someone said, Would you like to buy this copy of Big Issue? And you said, Oh, my date's here. Where are we going? <laughs> it had been a Facebook thing. I was mm. chatting with this guy on Facebook. We'd Down finally to Hare decided Krishna, to meet. All you can eat. <laughs> oh, I couldn't have another piece of rice. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have some more yogurt. So you know that you know where the um, at the front of the art centre where the you put the money in the it's called the fountain. The fountain, yep. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he was right where the fountain was, and I went hi. Imagine looking at Webster's dictionary. He went fountain, Fiona. place where you put and the I money. And I just presumed in. he was my date. Okay, when you say he was right out the front of the fountain, was he fishing money out of the fountain? No, no. <laughs> was he and in scuba I was gear? so excited. I'm like, wow! I thought someone on Facebook would be a bit of a Was he painted bronze and standing really still? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to fuck. That's why I love you, Tom. I love those guys and I've always wanted to do a routine about it, but Mike Wilmot's routine, uh, that was just... Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, Murray. You're killing your mother and I. Murray. (laughs) He says to the... He doesn't know. He he talks about the guy, guy going, I'm going to work now. And they look at him. And he just, you know, freezes. Oh, that's so and the, great. Murray's father goes, Murray. you know, he's pretty good. Murray, look at your mother. <laughs> you're killing us. You're killing us. Oh, Always good when people come beautiful. on the show and just do other people's material. <laughs> <laughs> Always a favourite of ours here at the Little Dum Dum. Do you reckon Wilmot would be listening to Little Dum Dum? I reckon he would. Maybe he would. Because he's so. had a change too. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Wilmot's like, shed a lot of weight. Shed a lot of weight. Yeah, You've got to be very careful at our age how much you shed. Because people think you haven't Cot got death. long. Because you look like you've got cancer. Yeah, right. Because you know. everyone goes up to Mike and goes, oh, man, are you? And he goes, no, this is a healthy choice. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he was. He was, yeah. Yeah. But he was you, a big dude. He was a bulky guy. Back, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Because I did exactly the same thing. I said the same thing to him in that horrible way of going up to someone going, oh. how's things? How <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you been? Yeah. How? Have you got any well. plans in the next 36 months or just... How long have you got? <laughs> you know, what's that uh, biggest, fattest pig loser, the show? I hate that. I think that's the biggest it. loser. Yeah. Okay. So, fattest pig. Yeah, yeah pig wasn't that. in there. I, I, think. I, I think they should call it fattest pig. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the reverse lose, where you're just trying you to put on weight. 35, you've got to, you know, do it well before you turn 30. Like if you're going to lose 35 kilos. Right. Yeah, you end up with 50, a lot of. Yeah, you're going to be thinner. Because you end up with a bit of a flunt. Yeah, and your face, <laughs> yeah, yeah. your age, terrible. Sure. It's a flap that comes over. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. That's the flunt. It's not it's the gunt. It's a flunt. Yeah, I thought it was flap. a gunt. No, that's, that's, that's when, when you haven't lost the weight. Right. It's when it's just a flap of skin. It's a flunt. 
<laughs> it's good at the moment, Lawrence, because you're wearing a puffy North Face jacket and I'm mm. sort of looking at you imagining that it's actually a really thin jacket and you've just <laughs> bolted really right stuck, up. Stuck He's wearing on. a wetsuit. <laughs> I've, um, I've been following a pretty healthy eating regime uh, because I'm very conscious of my weight going on the television. Yeah, sure. And that healthy eating regime is starve yourself so you look good on the television. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you, Do you laundry like lives being to start on television? I love it. Do you? Yeah. I love it so much. Wow. It's it's been a long held dream and yeah. I didn't realise how much of a dream it was until I ended up on TV and just went, oh, I've watched so much TV, always wanting to be in that little box. Wow. And now I'm on it and I'm the best at it <laughs> in the world. <laughs> <laughs> For you. Thank you. But I don't have any, like, uh, what I love Confidence about... Confidence in me. No, I'm really happy for you. And yeah. it, it's something that holds no, like, uh, so I don't have to feel envy or, like... Oh, good. Like, I just, it's not something I would want. Mm-hmm. But I'm so happy that you're Because whenever you speak to Fleeting and you tell him about something, <laughs> some success, he pretends to be happy for... A nanosecond, then just goes. Can you give give me that? <laughs> uh, you know, Can you lend me that? Reckon, <laughs> you can't pawn the host of Dirty Laundry Live down at Cash Converters, Fleety. You can't do that. <laughs> I reckon he'd find a way. <laughs> well, any regular listeners of this show, Lawrence, might be uh, surprised to know that you have been allowed back on the TV for a second season. I'm talking third specifically... Season. Third season. sorry. Third season, that is pretty cool. Specifically cold. anyone who was at the recent drunk cast that we did. Well, let, uh, let's right. just, just Melbourne let's Comedy get Festival. to this. I just want to do one little wow. dirty laundry bit. So the show so you, started. It's on uh, Thursday nights at 9.30 on the ABC, on ABC yep. One. You've graduated. So I'm, I'm lucky enough to be doing a bit of behind-the-scenes writing on oh, it, which yeah, is yep. excellent. Uh, but what I love is the hierarchy of uh, – like, you know, you th- writing on a show is a lot of fun for me. I, I really like it. And, but, you know, you always hear stories about how lowly the, the writers are treated in a way and I always think, oh, that's exaggerated. Like, that's sort of silly. Uh, you know, writers are important on a TV show. But what I loved is last Thursday, the first episode back – uh, it was a great episode. We sat in and watched the whole thing. And at the end of the show, everyone's so happy. You were so happy, Lawrence. You came out at the end, thanked all the audience after the show had recorded, thanked everyone and said, thank you so much for coming, audience. Thank you to the panellists. Awesome. Thank you to all the producers, <laughs> the behind-the-scenes people, uh, the, the caterers. Security. Security and the writers. And the writers came oh, – what I loved is the writers came after the catering – and there was no caterers. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? There was, there was no caterers. Yeah. We, for dinner, Fucking. for dinner we got takeaway Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> there was no caterers. We got thanked after that. I well, loved it. I've got to say that only a writer would see the grim, <laughs> <laughs> rather than you saved us for top billing. <laughs> you gave us an afterthought. Yeah. After takeaway Japanese. Yeah, yeah you were the headliner. Yeah, like, yeah. Headliner. I'll get on stage and going, oh, geez, I'm going on after yeah. that guy who's not we, as good as we me. We went on after the caterers. Yeah. What is yeah. it like too? Because I have wanted to say this, um, and yeah, and I'd, I'd like to say it now. I think the question is, how did you get that? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> how'd you get that? No, when you <laughs> when you've got as many friends as you have that are other comedians are. Yeah, possibly looking for a gig mm. like that's, and I already want to let you off the hook that I never want 
to, be to on, come between us. I never want to be on your show. <laughs> no, Why in, would you say that? No, in the sense no, that... No, no, you're letting me off the hook. I, 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 I totally... Like, I think that's a very magnanimous thing to but do. But it's not even magnanimous, Lawrence. But no, it's, it's not magnanimous. No, it's a, it's a thank you. Yeah, because I, I love what you and I can do live mm-hmm. and this sort of nonsense. And behind closed doors. And but obviously, <laughs> obviously we weaken every now and then. We're only flesh. We're only we're, human. Yeah, we're only human. But I, and I've you can of, only take me to places. But I've, I, I kind of wanted to say it to you since the beginning. Like it's not I, – I think – it, it Easy be, to say now when two seasons have gone past and yeah. he hasn't asked you on. But yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, if it came down to... to I'd like to invite you, you down to do the, the catering that, on the show you know if you mean? could, Fiona. I'll never, That's, ever get that. You're never coming on. Yeah, good. <laughs> what, what, why not our show but fucking Good News Week yeah. all through your shambolic well, fucking career? Why, why don't you want to be on Lawrence's show? It's not that I don't Sorry, I didn't want say to be. shambolic career. <laughs> no, That's it has awful. been a shambolic career. Let's come on. Come We're on. not on this podcast okay. to fucking... <laughs> to polish a turd. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't want to be. It's just that it was not something I yearn or ever want from you to oh, help I'm me get to take on that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's in fucking well, fine hands that show. Do you know what I mean? It's actually, you know, I don't feel excessive pressure from any Great. of my contemporaries. I wondered that, and or I, friends. I've never seen industry. such an encase. Uh, an intense case of reverse psychology happening yeah. here before, but uh, yeah. oh no, it's that's good... not what I was playing <laughs> at. I'm too dumb to. <laughs> I'm too dumb for to be that fucking cunning. No, you you play dumb. You're not dumb. No, I'm not dumb. You're very prove it. Very put her on your show. Television is not my love. You know, like you've got. How it. long have you been doing this? Gig? How long have you been in the gig in the world? Of the biz, you know, how long uh, have you been doing? So I, I went professional in 2000. Yeah, I'm 21 years this year. Yeah, so my you, 21st birthday. I remember my my most, I, I may have said this on a podcast before, but I've never forgotten walking into the Peter Cook bar and you and I knew each other f- well enough, but you'd just been nominated for your second Barry and you were on. The highest oh. high. Oh. Like, no, just deliciously <laughs> grinning from ear to ear and life was – you were kicking goals. Mm. and 2002. Yeah. So that Went was – through a lot of tough years. Now I'm back. Now you're back. <laughs> I'm back down the Fury Road. Where, where you belong? I'm, 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 I'm Max. <laughs> my, my, my name's Max. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're on ABC One, do you reckon you're showbiz wise? Do you reckon you're powerful enough to start smiting people who stood in your way in those dark years? No, I just want to see you yet. just really turning. Oh, no. no, and I I reckon that you know uh, vengeance <laughs> is not a good idea. You've got to let it go, and what you become good at is letting it go. And sure, you harbour resentments and think you know. If I get a chance to crush you, I will. But Why you've do you got keep winking at me go. as you say this? <laughs> <laughs> Have you it's got a involuntary. shit list? It's involuntary. <laughs> Have you got the shit list no, on your bedroom wall? I, I really haven't. There's people that I don't hold in very high esteem. Sure. And there's people that don't turn me on comically or intellectually. But I don't certainly don't have a shit list at all. Right. Yeah, I, um, I'm very much walk away and leave it alone and live your life and let people live theirs. Yeah. When I get blind and just take a handful of whatever at the end of the festival, where do you, and decide, get, where do you get your 
handful of whatever. Not telling you. <laughs> All the kids are taking Ritalin and Dexys now. Oh, they got because it's an ADHD drug. I and it's do- yeah, I should have pretended it's not one of my speed kids was made ADHD. by a bikey get- in a back room. No, but you get oh, so much housework done. Dexys on probably a good point to m- time to mention. Uh, we're doing our live Perth show in October. <laughs> Tickets probably on sale soon. LittleDumDumClub.com. Yeah, we were there last uh, October and we got offered a lot of Dexys. Yeah, I'd never even heard of Dexys, Dexys before. Uh, it's like speed. Well, yes, it's uh, it's pharmaceutical amphetamine. Dexy is a particular type of amphetamine and then Ritalin is a brand that has another type of amphetamine in it. Right. Because when um – But it's, it's kind of counterintuitive. You'd think ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, why are you giving them speed? But it stimulates a particular part of the brain that helps to focus. To people. focus, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so when I get in that state and I'm being um, deliberately provocative and playfully abusive, mm-hmm. I'll just start, you know, <laughs> ragging on any head old person. Understand that you're being playfully <laughs> abusive. I'm not doing. I, I like any comedian. I would never do it to them, to their face. It's just for the amusement of others. I know. I'll pick a soft target and then just and off we go. Off and we I've, go, and I've, it's hilarious. And, it is so <laughs> and I much hope fun. that people do it to me in my well, absence. Well, the thing I have no fear of it being done to me, except it is. <laughs> By me. <laughs> well, then it's in safe hands. And my sister Emily, the it's thing I do, it to, I do it to her about you too, oh, and joy. she loves it because she does the best impression of me, and that's why. Like, <laughs> I, I so, like, I've used and needed television to get this dial on the box just for. Ticket sales. Ticket sales. You know, my Ticket sales. I just love live Santa and that's what I want to do for And forever. you're great at it. Um, and I I'm mean about as famous as I care to be, you know. Sure. But and You'd one fear, love to be massive. No, I wouldn't. Joan Rivers famous. No, no, I really wouldn't. Really? No. You like your little anonymity. Yeah, I do. And I walk um, Freely through the streets of Melbourne because nobody actually um, expects me to be a dwarf. But I, ra- <laughs> like, I'm so you much shorter little, than people think. Yeah, and I just and go in your, incognito. In your bare feet, you are hilariously <laughs> small. <laughs> you walk around going on accidental dates. Why would you want anything to change? That's the best. For There's men, a, the, for the, men who are attracted to Fiona Lachlan, let me tell you, she is little pocket rocket. That's. That's your genre. There's a height requirement on type. dirty laundry anyway. So oh, right. You don't yeah, need you to knock it out. You can't come on the ride if Maybe you're not a, a, got to be 120 least, centimetres. <laughs> and have the IQ of an eight-year-old. Like I, I would like to act. That might be one way I end up on the box. But I would only love to act in you know a story that I really Prisoner. believe in. And okay, this is a fun game. Name your... The, the character that you'd love to play. It doesn't have to be, you know, a character from Shakespeare or an existing show. The type of character you would love to play. Oh, like Laura Linney in The Big C. <sighs> I love Laura Linney. I love her too and I've loved now, her. Now, what's The Big C? I don't know whether I've seen that. She plays um, – uh, well, she plays her own age. Uh, I think she's about 50. Uh, now, her husband in the show is a um, – Mexican stand-up, uh, oh, deadly famous. Um, 
Anyway. Ray Romano. No. Mexican. He's Italian. <laughs> Ray Romano. <laughs> anyway, she's... Uh, Brad she, Garrett. She's dying. She has melanoma. And it's a dark comedy and it's delicious and it's right. so wild and wonderful and that's the kind of, yeah, if you've got to write so like ca- that. So a bleak character but a dark comedy. Yeah. Right. And she's awesome and she always has been. What yeah. would yours be, Lawrence? What show would you insert yourself oh, into? I would love to play the role of a uh, violent psychopath <laughs> along the lines of Ben Kingsley from Sexy Beast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I will fucking open you like a tin of beans, you fucking whore. Oh. Do you want me to strike? You look at me like that again, oh I'll tell you a fucking eye out. <laughs> you are so untapped. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got time to do everything we've got to do. Well, this. this Shut it. <laughs> you fucking. Fucking toilet. <laughs> That's good. I really do you want to slap? <laughs> I'd just love to be a fucking. I, I just. Do you do characters at home in front of your kids? Like just pretend. You do one of the that character. Yeah. Yeah. I, do, I do that character at home. <laughs> like, don't. No. Um, I do them all the time. I. Uh, I don't I'm know what's a... wrong with me. I'm not feeling myself today. Is anyone there for taking me antidepressants? <laughs> Tess, you could help. You're me PA. What I pay you, love. And it just amuses me. <laughs> I realised recently that I dick around too much to try and amuse the children. And they kind of tacitly said to me without saying to me, my two-year-old did, she's like, she came up and just went, Dada, as if to say, Knock it off. Hey, relax, mate. <laughs> just relax, pal. I don't need the faces <laughs> and the whole picking me up, throwing me in the air the whole time. I don't need you to come hopping past the doorway for my amusement. Just relax. It's your house. Make a piece of toast, you fucking idiot. And just settle down. <laughs> Her first full sentence is going to be, is this gear? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have to. I love you for who you are. Yeah. I don't want to be on your show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty stoned at the time and I could, <laughs> I could see her saying that to me and I was like oh. Why are you stoned at breakfast? Stoned all the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Trying to give up the booze. Well, yes, can we now, let's work our way back around to what I was starting to say I'm before. working my way back to you, babe. <laughs> oh, with a burning love yes. inside. <laughs> what yeah, I'm working my, my way back to you. What? You and I sat in the front of my place. Don't go uh, breaking my heart. Sang, don't go breaking my heart. Just a pair of us. Two old, two old sad comics. <laughs> Shut it, you toilet. <laughs> Shut it or I'll open you like a tin of beans, you. <laughs> you clam face fucker. <laughs> uh, the Drunk Cast, which uh, many yeah. of our listeners were at in Melbourne, our, our final. Hey, everyone. Night, Last night at the Comedy Festival. Unrecorded festivity of the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Uh, we won't go into specifics about your, um, what you did during the show, but it's become. I got nude. Quite legendary. Well, okay, cool. You got nude. <laughs> I, got, I got my pants down. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, Ed, I got her, her gear off. Yes. Uh, she yep. had pantyhose and undies on. Yes. I tried to dack her and you she did. dropped to the ground in a defensive yes. <laughs> defensive kind of a way. Yes. I wasn't being untoward or sexually. Apart from pulling her pants down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're being quite the gentleman apart from yeah. that. <laughs> Good evening, Ms. Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> she has got the funniest bones, that girl. So I had my pants around my ankles because I had boots on. I couldn't. Oh, it always ends up. It ended up. It was a terrible night. I, I no, it was, was the greatest. Yeah, night. it was a great night. It had repercussions. Yeah. Well, I, after I lost the... my phone. Well, I smashed it. Josh Earl saw me smash it. Oh boy. And then I had it in my pocket. Then I lost it in an Uber. And 
And I just woke up the next day and it's like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> but but well, you don't go under like I go under, like with guilt and remorse. Like you bounce back in a couple of days? Yeah, I was, I was in Sydney that night. Right. Smashing it at the festival. Yeah. Oh, really? No, actually, the next day. Yeah. yeah, because, yeah, the next day, because you had such a big night where even we were all Polacks, we were all gone, and we were still able to sort of go, oh, Mooney's real bad. Yeah. Well, let like, me tell what's going to happen? Because Reese Nicholson, who was there, was telling me that after the gig, there was a moment where I was on the ground. You, by the way, I was wearing a white t shirt that night that was filthy the next day. I've washed it. Seven times since then, it's still dirty. Bring I don't around. know what's Bring on it, around, but it's Tommy. still. I know how to do <laughs> you need a cold wash, a very long cold wash, and then a very hot wash with a white king. Anyway, deal. Going to take you up on that. I don't uh, reckon you've done laundry seven times since festival, but anyway, go on. With I your story. definitely have. Go on with your story. Um, I'm on the ground. Mm. You were on top of me, oh. humping me quite violently, apparently, mm. and Reese Nicholson was trying to break us apart. And and I was saying, no, no, it's fine. We're just mucking around. It's cool. It's cool. And then and you're said, like, no, it's not fine. What we couldn't see was that there was a pile of broken glass next to us that I was rapidly being pushed into. And he he's there with all of the context oh going, no, 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 no. And I'm there going, it's fine. I'm having fun with my friends. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'd completely forgotten about that. Well, the next God, day. just <laughs> humping you into broken glass. <laughs> I did have my pants up at that stage. You, did, you, you, you were clothed. That, I mean, that, it could have been worse, you know. That was a pretty, that's a pretty sweet metaphor for the whole drunk cast, just yeah. being humped, humped into, into broken, broken glass. glass. Yeah. They could I be had a lot of fun guy. with Dave Anthony that night because we were role-playing um, what would happen if we were in prison. <laughs> <laughs> now some people might think this is a really kind of like wow, it's not that subtle a setup to try and have sex with men, Lawrence. But that's essentially what it is. It's like if I was in prison with you, Dave Anthony, this is what I'd do. And he's like, um, are, you well, the, reap, the, are you gonna read me again? It's like, yeah. The next day, <laughs> so you were that bad, the next day we were all like, oh, like honestly, I, there was quite a few text messages going around. Going, does anyone know if Mooney's okay at all? Is he? Has he I survived? I got kicked out of the high fi- fi- bar. Yeah. Paulie, oh, who's head of security, came yeah. over and took the beer off me. And he goes, "Mate, I'm concerned, <laughs> and you should go home now." <laughs> what time was this? And, and to defend myself, I went, <laughs> and he said, "Yeah." I heard you got carried into the hi-fi bar that night and carried out. Mm. And I don't know how I, that works. Then I called an Uber. So I had the presence of mind to do that. On I a got broken home. phone? Uh, yeah, and on the phone, so I got in the car and just passed out. Phone on the floor, get out of my place. I remember looking at my watch and it was 4.30. I thought, oh, that's not too bad. <laughs> but this is what really disturbed me about that night. So I thought, that's 4.30. And then I went... I don't know, to the kitchen maybe. Anyway, I'm woken up in the back room at 8.30. Lou, my wife, comes in and says, Loz, what are you doing? (laughs) And I was standing, staring at the wall, fully dressed. (laughs) I I looked at her and just went, what? She goes, "What what are you doing? And I said... I don't know. <laughs> she said, how long have you been there? I said, I got home at 4.30. What's the time now? She said, it's 8.30. <laughs> she goes, sweetheart. And that's when I became a little bit 
distressed. <laughs> I went, oh, you lucky, no. You lucky and fucker. She goes, You've got a partner goes, going, you sweetheart. Really, sweetheart, you need to lie down. <laughs> As mine, yeah, my partner goes, was like. Take your shoes off. Not wow. sweetheart. You're just like a, you go you to sleep to, like a cow in a paddock. You need to move out. You need to fuck off. <laughs> we don't want you anymore. Yeah. You're disgraceful. <laughs> and then you're so sexist and wrong. And that's the only time I ever feel anger. I've I've I'm so you. sympathetic. Because I'm like the female you. I'm so sympathetic to people who are in a bad way. If they've hung over, I'm I will do anything for someone who's hung over. <laughs> if they go, I feel shit, I go, well, let's sort this out. Got to start with some painkillers. Get up, get your clothes off, have a shower, get back to bed. I'll look after you. Yeah. Not all right. Yeah, and you've pointing out what you did. <laughs> yeah. I am so I willing to give drunks will. absolution. Yeah, and I will also never. I'm not one of those people that goes, "Oh, how did you pull up?" You know. Yeah. Oh, you should have seen you last oh, night. Fuck Shut off. And Anything die. I hear come fuck out of a drunk's mouth. Die the longest like, death, you yeah. dead cunt. Yeah. You know. Somebody I can say to me, people. "You're a piece of shit." It's like, yeah. We yeah, got you. Yeah. No I'm worries. Six streets ahead of you there. Fuckhead. Yeah. I love them. Um, so the next day, so we. Genuinely concerned. I'm getting messages, emails around within the group of commu- uh, you know the community of comedians going, "Is Moon alive? Is this the last we've seen of him?" As he's being carried bare ass out of the pub, and then no one had heard anything. And then someone walked into Spleen that night, and we're still going, "Have you heard from Mooney? Have you heard from Mooney?" I tr- tried to text you twice. River Phoenix. Someone. Said- <laughs> <laughs> last time I saw him getting pushed out of the the hi fi bar. Yeah. It's hard for those security too because they've got to push you upstairs, not yeah. throw you downstairs. Yeah, throw you upstairs. <laughs> they've got to throw you into the place and carry you out. Yeah. Right. So I finally, someone walks in and finally someone goes, oh, yeah, I, Mooney's all right. I'm like, how do you know? He said, oh, we just heard him on radio just then. He was live on radio. Oh, yeah, I did 774 that yeah, night. You were on ABC Radio and you were talking about the subject had come up that someone had hired a stripper for a wedding and you were going, oh, what the fuck would you do that for? Getting naked in front of that many people at a social function? What sort of piece of shit would do that? <laughs> like, let's rewind about 18 hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Barely even eight. Probably closer to like six at that point. <laughs> I saw Tommy Little um, we might a couple of days later. Interrupt. I'm having a cigarette and it's quite illegal. Um <laughs> I'm happy to pay the fine if there's a fine. <laughs> sure. I, I don't know whether it's fine. I think that these guys have been allowed to use this premises <laughs> on goodwill. I don't think I've actually asked. So anyway, this will be interesting. But yeah, we're recording this in the offices of the Anti-Cancer Council, by the way. If you stopped, it'd be awesome. Stop. Hey, if you stopped, it'd be awesome. Oh, okay. So you're worried about it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll just have one more drag. <laughs> <laughs> All pass it around. Great. <laughs> you got any of those Dexies? <laughs> oh, it's just I'm, I'm it's going good. on my first. What do they call these? Cigarettes. Date in eight years. I'm a bit <laughs> nervy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'll a bit you. nervy as well. Actually. Sorry, I'm putting it out. Carl. I'll tell you what. It's a good idea before you go on your first date. Stink your breath up. <laughs> it's a good plan. He's not getting a kiss. Just wash your mouth out of that fountain. <laughs> right. Sorry about that. So. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I ran into Tommy Little well, a couple of days no, later. At least there's no video evidence of that happening anyway, so... 
<laughs> That'll be good. This won't get brought up. Good. There's no record. I'm good. changing my name again when I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> you saw Back. Tommy Little. And he said, uh, I heard you on the radio. And I said, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it had been a big day. And he goes, yeah, you sounded completely devoid of joy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I remembered something the other day that I'd never even told on um, – you know, in any comedy or anything. It's, anyway, we uh, it was years and years ago and it was the first dinner party we went to in Alice Springs and so newlyweds and we're at this dinner party and it was about midnight and Chris, my husband, said, oh, I've got cricket tomorrow so we better get going. But I was flying, you know. Dinner party was just kicking in and I said, well, you go and I'll catch a cab home. And anyway... All of a sudden, it was like the time just went, and as it does, there's a there's a a slippery kind of wormhole around about eleven o'clock or midnight where you just go, "What time is it? Oh, it's only half past twelve. You go, "Wow, this is awesome! What time is it? Ten past four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's eight thirty. I'm staring at a wall, and I've got to be on the ABC well, radio in two seconds. I've got to ring. Rose Chong and tell them their costume will come back tomorrow. <laughs> I've got to cancel the appointment with my accountant. I can't make that lunch date. Why do what? I always book up the Monday after festival when I know the only thing I'll be doing today is going yes. to Telstra to get a new phone <laughs> and then going to the to seven seven four to whinge about not winning the ballot. <laughs> what what costume were you bringing back to Rose Chong? Because you weren't wearing it on Sunday night. You were wearing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I played – I did a little sketch uh, playing the German co-pilot in the German Wings disaster. Oh, Some people may not find that funny but it was – it had edge. I heard it went very well. I thought you were going to say like your costume that you'd hired was just like the casual clothes that you were wearing that night so that you can then sort of return them to someone the next day in like a real kind of cleansing like that Lawrence is gone. That was just a costume I had on. That was just a character. It's interesting. <laughs> He's back in onto the hangar. What is he going to the costume cleansing. shop and you get a Lawrence Mooney costume? It's just got, it's just got spew down the front of it. No pants. Sweat. No pants. <laughs> it's really spew. What if, what if you fuckers just let me finish my story? You know, that would be anyway, nice. Anyway, so we're at, you're flying. You don't know where the time's gone. Yeah, no. And it was at my brother, my husband's brother's house. And... Um, he brought out Drambuie, which was my favourite drink of all time. Drambuie, mm. you have it with a beer chaser and heaven. Yeah, um, with some scotch and make a rusty nail. Anyway, all of a sudden, it's it was like the young ones, you know, when the time just would go around and all of a sudden it's morning and there was my husband in his cricket whites. Uh, it was eight o'clock in the morning, he'd come to pick me up. <laughs> I was still at the dinner party. I was still drinking drambuies with this <laughs> hilarious brother-in-law who's a dentist. And anyway, so Chris picked me up and he dropped me off. But the thing is, in Alice Springs, most houses are ex-housing commission because the whole thing's built on government housing. So every house looks the same, in my defence. Anyway, I found my house and Chris went off to um, cricket and I put myself to bed, only to be woken up at three o'clock in the, in the afternoon by three bank johnnies. That's what we used to call them back then, boys who worked in the bank. Right, bank johnnies. Three bank johnnies sitting on my bed. And I'm like, what the hell? Why are you in my house? And I'd gone two houses 
down. Goldilocks. Oh. Goldilocks. Goldilocks myself. and the Three Bank Johnny sounds like a pretty sus porno to me. <laughs> I put myself to bed. Oh, Lachlan Locks house. and the Three wow. Bank Johnnies. <laughs> bank Johnnies. Three mm. Bank Johnnies. Porridge. I got this nickname for the people uh, that I go to sleep in their house of that I don't know, and I call them <laughs> Bank Johnnies. <laughs> and I screamed at them, get out, what are you doing? No, 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 you're in Get out of your house. <laughs> I, I've had a similar experience with you in Los Angeles. Oh, that was hilarious. Where I wake up and you're going, what are you doing in my bed? Get out. And I was like, no, you're in my bed. You drank my mini bar. <laughs> no, that was I so took funny. your boots off but because I didn't have a look. Because you taking inventory of, you know, the night before. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. Because usually with alcohol comes a lot of gloom and doubt and regret and yeah you because know, it's a downer of a drug and i woke Such up a downer. and i'm like no no lawrence fell off the wagon because you'd been nine oh, months nine dry. months i'm like and i stepped off the wagon yeah i'm like no no we got kicked off dancing with uh, dancing with stars we got kicked off um, that, let's call it dancing with the stars <laughs> <laughs> last comic standing okay no we don't last have to comic fly. dancing we don't have to fly till two <laughs> No, nothing. No, we had a joint and we had too much. No, mm. everything's fine. Lovely. Go back to sleep. Turn around and there's fucking Lawrence Mooney. There's Mike Tyson and his tiger in your bathroom. In my bed. <laughs> and I lost my shit. And I just said, get that. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you're in my bed. Shut up, you're in my bed. And you said that you took my boots off because I was on top of the. Yeah, I said I took your boots off and don't worry, I didn't have a look. <laughs> <laughs> and when you told Bob Franklin that story, he goes, wouldn't be so sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I've funny. never heard such an elaborately crafted yet so obviously fake lie to try and cover up two people having sex overseas. Oh, <laughs> you guys fucked in LA. Just, just say it. That's no, cool. And That's also fine. The funniest was Can you most. imagine the human tragedy of us coupling <laughs> oh, sexually? And it would be coupling. <laughs> and, and, you know, it'd be like a, some kind of new level of a video game. It's like, bling, bling, bling. Yeah. you have created. Some horrific <laughs> hole in the fucking stratosphere yeah, through which you will step right and here. live a miserable life. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we get back to what the topic for this episode should be? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to actually bring that up because we've uh, got some good suggestions. Let's finish with what. Yeah, what yeah. topic it should be. What, what should have been. What should have been. <laughs> what should it have been. A PS where it should have been at the start. I've just got to get my laptop. To work. Hey, mates. G'day, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so we put it out to the listeners last night on Twitter and Facebook about like what, what the topic should be, given we've had three big subjects in the first three episodes that we had with you guys. And what did your one fan say? <laughs> yes. oh, Give I me remember. a high five Well, we time. halved our <laughs> listenership yeah. in the last hour. This has been some ep. still ignores the high five. <laughs> What's that? Have you learned nothing? From this episode, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's oh. a high five. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. You are fucking with me. No, I'm not. You're there. right. Yeah, there we, we go. go. There we go. I think they picked up on Mike too. That sounded good. Yeah, great. Uh, we have. Um, so yeah, we put it out there. A lot of people said, "What do they say?" They said like uh, hate, mm-hmm. uh, addiction. Uh, politics Mental health I yeah, saw Some yep. pretty big subjects That we've all ignored so far What do they both think Of the two of you Which yeah, is yeah, a yeah. gutsy one And then we had we, Then we had this response On Twitter From our Why old you friend trying to hump Tommy Into some broken glass <laughs> 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 One guy wow. went How to deal with Real estate agents Oh, no, which, oh wow. Imagine that yeah, for a whole hour No well let's imagine This one for a whole <laughs> yeah. hour At our, fr- our friend on Twitter At Clover Touch Oz Suggested 
This was this is the full suggested uh, suggestion over three tweets. Here we, here it is. Not listened to the podcast yet. Oh, okay. Good start. <laughs> so never, never listen, but here's my suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> Not listen to the podcast yet. Not you, it's me. But a suggestion, if I may. What about you talk about the day you ate something, thinking it was something else, <laughs> and had to just act casual? For example, <laughs> you bit into a mince pie and it was a party pie, etc. <laughs> or wasabi slash avocado, old tea slash morning coffee. <laughs> just get back from a run, straight vodka, water, could be just me, guys. Oh, I, love, wow. I love the number of examples just to get the ball rolling, <laughs> just to inspire some discussion. I like the first. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I like the first one. Remember the day that you bit into a mince pie and it was a party pie instead? What a taste sensation that was. To, just mm. the shock of thinking it was Sounds mince. like a Boxing Day mistake, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> I have made that exact mistake before, bitten into a mince pie and gone, well, well, have we got an hour worth of battery? Let's get <laughs> stuck into it. Here we go. Oh, once I bit into a banana <laughs> and I got it with a fucking... <laughs> 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 Don't listen, you egghead. Yeah. I like when she said, now we're bagging her out on the air. Is it a she? I thought the was the no. Well, is, okay. is, is oh, Clover no. Touch Oz, is that a male or a female handle? Go into their media. I do look have at, an look anecdote on this. House. Oh, do you? Yeah, it was when I was 13 and mum had a hysterectomy and my younger sister, Emily. Looking forward to tying this into a mince pie, but anyway. <laughs> Emily. Anyway, they cut her womb out and I thought it was a bun and I oh. ran out. <laughs> Happy Easter! <laughs> <laughs> and the ovaries. <laughs> this isn't a muscle. Emily, Emily, and I had to go and stay with my my mother's sister, and she had. And Emily was just about to walk, and Mum was in hospital having this hysterectomy, and I kept pushing Emily down. Like you've got you. Oh, you got to wait. You got to wait. Your mum has to see you take your first steps. So oh, yeah, it was kind right. of a very. Kind of stunt. Special time, <laughs> me and little Millie. I've got to say, she's the star of Open Slather. She's a great comic actress, she's your a sister. Fucking genius. Yeah, she's, she's great. And I mean, she's been part of the um, McAuliff Ensemble on Mad as Hell for what, five seasons? And before that, she was part of she's Comedy been a foot Inc. for 10 for years. So long, she is so a fucking star, Emily Still Tarnini. hasn't started walking yet. So, <laughs> yeah, she can't you walk. you really got to cut that cord here. <laughs> anyway, so Auntie Genevieve had Bridge. She had women coming for Bridge. And the whole front, and she was a have, and we were have nots. You know, they had a lot of money and a really beautiful house. And anyway, she had women coming for Bridge. And I walked into the good room, and there were all these um, on every table was a bowl of scorched almonds and, you know, lollies. Yuck. Lollies in the Tahini household were few and far between. Scorched almonds aren't lollies. They're just shit. Well, I think they're fantastic. And I <laughs> Have stuck, you ever been into something thinking it was a scorched almond? Stuck, <laughs> I stuck six <laughs> scorched almonds in my mouth and then my auntie walked in and then my taste buds realised that they weren't scorched almonds. They were olives. Oh. And I had to keep the straightest face with a face full of olives. And I'd never had an olive, so <laughs> my mind was going, what the fuck? Well, there you it's go, at, at Clover Touch Oz. Thanks yeah. for bringing yeah. that up. Paid off. 
I have two yeah, things and about thanks it. because that is some good podcasting there. Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it. I'll bring it. <laughs> well, it paid off. Thank you. Yeah, fuck Clo- you, Clover Touch. Clover Oz. Touch. I'd feel bad about bagging this person out, but by their own admission, don't they, they don't, don't listen. listen. Yeah. And I think now they can say it's it's not them. It is us. Yeah, it is <laughs> us now. We're making them want to not listen. I by kind of thought we were. I I came in here thinking we we're talking about bitterness and hatred. Well, I'm at least thinking about it now. <laughs> really? I, I, I I'll save prefer it for not. very few. I'll, I'll, oh, you want to give us a touch of... I'll, I'll give you a, a quote to go on with. If you hate someone, you're their prisoner. I like that a lot. Mm. It's good. That just stopped Fiona from telling us a sweet, juicy hate story. <laughs> so I don't like it that much. Then. No, I've had to keep a lid hate on to, it. I... I, I would I don't tend to agree with my mother that hate is a very strong yeah, word. Yeah, I don't think I hate anyone, but by hell, hate. I hate injustice. And I. Yeah. It's hard to get to the root of it, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, there's perpetrators, but are they just part of the well, system? Because you don't know their backstory. Yeah, that's right. You know, I've wasted so much time. I hate what the Catholic time. Church has done to victims of pedophilia and its refusal to take responsibility and to come clean, and they're still, you know, mucking around with I'm not too sure if I remember or I'm sure that this person was told that. But you know what I to be fair though, that could be bullshit. a classic case of putting something into your mouth and thinking it's something else. <laughs> hey, <laughs> mate. The old hey. clover touch. Hey, this, <laughs> got that hey, high five. Oh. You know, everyone's so busy, you know, being angry at the church and the priests, that what what about what what else was going? What on? about the Holy Father himself? Why doesn't he come down to earth and set things straight? God, <laughs> are you there? God, <laughs> bloody God, <laughs> part of his design. <laughs> at the very same time, Jesus, his only son. <laughs> there were women <laughs> allowing men in Catholic families to. Be every bit as wicked as a priest. Oh, are you going to talk about your vote? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying we keep wanting, you know, the, we've shot Sorry, a rat. Was, we've shot a rat on fucking pedophiles in the church. So, oh, the, the, throw a fucking rock at the church, you'll hit a pedophile. The, what, what do you That's think? what I've always said. Just don't exist anymore. They've gone into foster. They foster children now. They're, they'll find a way. Pedophiles just use the church. It's the biggest health problem, I reckon, in this country and there's no public health campaign. Where's the billboard that says, if you think you're likely to uh, sexually offend against the child, call a hotline? Absolutely. There's nowhere for a pedophile to go. Yeah. There's nowhere for them to reach out. And the thing is, if you keep driving them underground, they're still vilified. For obvious reasons, but there's no public health campaign. Yeah. You know, there's slip, slop, slap and the quick campaign and wipe off five and all of that stuff and it's had tremendous effect. But no government is going to say, where's the pedophile hotline? Yeah. Because that's what's And it's the biggest fucking health problem in this country because you fuck a child up sexually, they are fucked for life unless they're extraordinary individuals. Right. And it still happens... 
all the time. Yeah. Were you thinking that speech up when you were staring at the wall for four hours? <laughs> I, got yeah, that. I, I worked that out so the morning after. Yeah, the, <laughs> you know, let's use our... the, the drugs that I took really helped me become <laughs> to form a white paper on how to best deal with pedophilia <laughs> in this country. So it does need a decent brain wrapped around it. Like who would be who would choose to be born with a predisposition to be turned on to harm by a children. child? Yeah. Like, Okay, you need to not. And that's be what comes first. It's like, yeah, sexually aroused by children, and then acting on the impulse, and then ignoring the fact that you're going to destroy somebody's life, and then you're in some kind of hell, hell, yeah, from which there is no escape because you can't tell anyone about yeah. what you're doing, yeah, apart from networks where there are other pedophiles, yeah, to start exchanging images or videos or information, and it's an underground thing. In the dark web, and it needs a billboard. It really does. I agree with you. There's, they've got to, you've got to invite, it. You got to invite. You got to invite them into the tent to evolve through this stuff. Well, how about we do this? This is this is a, a little plan. Comedy, we had. comedy podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. I changed the genre for this week's one. <laughs> it was. So, um, what we might do is we were thinking about doing this. Uh, you know, you've got Movember, uh, which is a, a, a great cause. Uh, things like like Capril mm-hmm. uh, that we went through. We what we wanted to do um, because of the first episode we did with you two when we did uh, uh, we talked about suicide. Uh, what we wanted to do is start up a little campaign, a uh, small campaign uh, within Little Dum Dum Club. We'll put it on Facebook and Twitter and all that sort of stuff. What we want to start is coming into now. We want to make. June into June Northern. Oh, mm. get out. Yeah. We and should then, say this was a listener suggestion. A listener emailed this into us. We read this, this out. This is a good idea. Uh, I love this. Last year. So, t- yeah. so today's June 2nd. Yes. June 2nd of June this Northern. This coming out of June 3rd. So we, we do the, the month of June. If Dum Dum listeners want to um, chuck in, we're going to start up a little uh, uh, online campaign. And if you want to chuck in any money that basically makes us feel a lot better for making jokes about the Westgate uh, <laughs> and, and does other people some some mighty good. Well, the suggestion that the listener sent us was maybe your listeners could send you photos of them with a vacuum cleaner cord wrapped around them. <laughs> <laughs> and then they donate, they donate some money to Beyond Blue as they send you the photo. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be so quite Beyond the photo Blue album. So Beyond Blue would be where the money goes? I think yes. that's the best yeah. way. Yeah. Awesome. I reckon that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. And so the symbol... Rather than, you know, a, a red ribbon for AIDS or a red nose for white, SIDS white or a white ribbon for, you know, um, a domestic – is it domestic abuse yeah, or is it abu- just, abuse of women? You know when you just smacked me – Your head in into the, the bench? Yeah, yeah. That's all white yeah, ribbon that's shit. that's white ribbon. <laughs> okay. It comes under the banner of white ribbon. And you demented, I, thundering fucking yeah. cunt. <laughs> Shut it or I'll end you. <laughs> You toilet. Okay, I do not intend to make light of violence against women um, and not address it. Uh, So maybe the whole June Northern symbol can be a little plug with a retractable cord. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's a good little badge too or fridge magnet. And that uh, vacuum cleaner is about to – I'm about to sell it. Oh. Oh. Here we go. Because I'm moving. Yeah. Maybe we should – can we auction it off? Let's auction the money to charity. Yeah, let's do it. If you've ever been to Fiona's place, it's never been used (laughs) to vacuum. Well, it's been been, been used once. It's been used once. To try and end a human life. <laughs> this for anyone who's made, oh, maybe this come down to Godfrey's this Saturday. <laughs> We've got vacuum cleaners with retractable cords. Are you sick of the endless existential angst? Have you got a nihilistic 
need to finalise this horrible existence, put an end to the disease. Retractable cords. Extension cords. Oh, any cords. Down at Godfrey's this also, week. Also, is your lounge room a bit dusty? Because <laughs> we can do both. <laughs> <laughs> you got end yourself at Godfrey's this weekend. <laughs> we can make we can get rid of your dust fairies and turn you into one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll put maybe the last week of the month. Uh, we'll put it that up vacuum on vacuum cleaner. Is going nowhere. It's in your hands. Yeah, we'll put what? the vacuum cleaner up on eBay. The last what week of the brand month. What brand is it? It's a Hoover. Oh, why don't we just do it? It's now? a cute little white. Hoover. It's a Hoover. <laughs> it's a Hoover. It's a little cute little white thing. And oh, nice. Red. It's got a red retractable cord. I know. I've got one of those as well. Yeah. yeah we'll get a good. certificate of authenticity. Yeah. Uh, we'll get an autographed yeah. vacuum cleaner by we'll Fiona Lachlan. We'll sign it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. 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 We'll sign the oh. vacuum cleaner. Yeah. This is going to be we'll great. S- and and all the money will go to Beyond, uh, Beyond Blue. Blue. Yeah. yeah. And also awesome. if you want to donate, send us photos of yourselves <laughs> if you want. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll set up a thing Please now. make sure that you're in a safe space when you put something around <laughs> your neck. And if you are having any problems that are seem insurmountable, give yourself a day or call. Exactly. Lifeline uh, or course, Beyond Blue. Of course, like the first episode. Or somebody episode. in your area. Yeah, we're, we're making light of it, but hopefully, you know, the messages we got back from that first episode is, is you know, you need to joke about this sort of thing if you're in a headspace like that. It's nice to hear the other side, uh, you know, of, of bad thoughts like that. And it's, also, p- just quietly, the people that, you know, d- um, sent messages to Little Dum Dum and also to me, mm-hmm. it works both ways. Like, I felt so hilariously happy that we had inadvertently done some good. Yeah. yeah, and I think that, you know, there's this media guidelines about not talking about the the mechanics of suicide because you inevitably end up with copycats who want to kill themselves but don't know how to go about it. I think that talking about the mechanics of it, and I haven't done a white paper or a study on this, this is <laughs> not a TED you talk. You haven't at all about this. I haven't this. stared at all about level. this. But my feeling is you destigmatize it. And I think that that's yeah. what we did when we said we've both attempted yeah. suicide. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, people don't feel alone or like it's a crazy thing to even contemplate. It's like it's a very human thing to contemplate at certain times of your life. Don't do it because once it's over, that's it. Yeah. yeah, and it changes and the trajectory. Your trip around the sun of, has finished. Yeah, and so that pulls away in terms of the percentage of people that reacted in that way that went, hey, that meant something to me because I've been there. I've been, I've had those thoughts. I've been close to that or whatever. So it, it was, man, it was such a bigger uh, uh, reaction than we thought would be possible. So, yeah. so it started with suicide, kind of just went down the hill, sex, religion, and this shitty fury road. <laughs> Just rockets coming out of the exhaust pipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got 14 virgins in my water truck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I can't believe I nearly put that um, Hoover out on hard rubbish day. Oh, <laughs> wow. It you, is should, almost... you, you could have hit up Christie's of London and, and <laughs> auctioned it there. And we next item is item 16, June Northern's vacuum cleaner. <laughs> 
We have some international uh, bidders from the Middle East, the Aga Khan, and of course our friends from uh, Mongolia. Okay, uh, <laughs> Cosmic Rakasha and uh, some of the Saudi oil sheiks, and we're starting at forty-five thousand pounds. Do I uh, fifty thousand pounds, fifty-two thousand pounds, sixty thousand pounds? Now seventy thousand pounds going once it's against you, sir. I, I, uh, and we're going to have to call tea now. We're up to a million one hundred and seventy-five thousand pounds on June Northern's vacuum cleaner. So, All... Nigella Lawson, do it, Nigella. <laughs> Just do it. All funds, of course, will be going to be on blue. I'm fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm Fiona Lachlan. It's my vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I want a cut of this. Why won't Lawrence Mooney put me on dirty laundry? <laughs> <laughs> remove her, remove her, please. Hey, I'm actually too northern. <laughs> hey, hey, g'day, June. Fleety here. How much do you get for that? <laughs> a vacuum cleaner? Yeah. I've got a vacuum cleaner here. I'll take it to Sotheby's too. <laughs> hey, um, I was going to Ballarat with June Northern. Yep. And uh, we were in a car. And I got some wonderful news from uh, A-List who produced me at the Sydney Comedy Festival. They rang up to tell me that I'd won Best Act. At the Congratulations. Best, Lawrence best, best Local Act I've got to... Uh, yes. Uh, uh, who won the International Best Act? Jim Jeffries. Oh, that International He's Act. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, so I won a gong and that was lovely. And we were driving down uh, Commercial Road and the hotel that June Northern ended it in is now rubble. Oh. So we should have gone well, it's and... It's not rubble, but it's... It, it is rubble. Oh, no, they're, they're just stripping it. Yeah, that, they're stripping right. it. That hotel's June Northern itself, has it? <laughs> the, yeah. block, the block yeah. of water. Oh, the block! The yeah. block of water. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the June Northern Hotel is going to be the block. So anyone out there watching the next wow. block, it's my what hotel. Oh, wow. We have some contestants on the block this year, fans of this podcast, <laughs> and, their, and their bit just has like a podcasting room in oh, it where we're just wow. in there No, you've got to see it. It's on commercial road. Yeah, it's all been blocked Can off. we get your vacuum cleaner on the biggest loser as well? Or? <laughs> we should go down, once we've signed the vacuum cleaner, go down and get a photo in front of the hotel. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because Absolutely. it's about to be Scotty cammed. Oh, yeah? Well, what have you done with this room where June tried to top herself? <laughs> what a lovely mirror on the ceiling. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, oh. Jo- it's only look, where I have coffee. It's li- Well, we had coffee there. And I- Do you have coffee at the Caltech service station on the corner of <laughs> Commercial do. Road. I buy coffee. No, but there's oh, another coffee. But there's a coffee shop right... Just steal briquettes from out the front too and just <laughs> run for your life. Just said the other night, I've, I treated myself I was, to a, a Golden Gay Time, not just a Golden Gay Time, but two Golden Gay Times. Mm. I've wanted to do this my whole life. Just took all the good bit of the Golden Gay Time, put it in a bowl, had it with the other Golden Gay Time. You know how the whole point of a golden gay time is those last two corners. Mm. Mm. When you say all the good bit, so not the stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the ice cream. Not all the boring ice cream. Oh, right. So I had one whole so ice cream. So just got a lot of crust. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and sitting across from the June Northern Hotel. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Well, hey, maybe if you don't want to take a photo of yourself with the uh, cord oh, no, I, your neck, I, take a photo of yourself eating a bowl of Golden Gate. Yes, a bowl oh, of Golden Gate. You know, if you're on the nice western side of Melbourne, get yourself a, a nice Westgate photo. Yeah, Westgate photo. Hey, I laugh every that. time I go Can't over stop that on the bridge, bridge now. If you live near that hotel, get a photo of yourself in front of the construction site that it currently is. So it's on is. Commercial Road. It was a, a 
uh, what shape was it? It was like it's like a big, it was a big cylinder kind of thing. Yeah, octagonal. Yeah, yeah, terrible place. But anyway, now how hilarious that it's the block. Yeah, well, it's on the official um, Dum Dum Club tour of the the stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we ever get a bus oh, going. we could be doing bus tours. <laughs> <laughs> bus tours. The June Northern bus tour. Yeah. But June has to – June needs to do a show. Okay. Oh. June, June needs to – You reckon? – step out from behind right. the facade. Oh, fringe Can I just say that on the first episode when Fringy. we were talking about that June Northern, I said to Fiona you, you should f- do a whole show as June Northern and, and you, you lampooned said, me yeah, because it said, basically no, sounds like me saying, no, kill no, yourself. No, she shouldn't. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And now here we are, much like Mad Max Fury Road, we've come Full right back circle. to where we started. Right. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I will do because remember we laughed June Northern one night only. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, that's right. With June one Northern one night only, really one night only. <laughs> June Northern uh, one night. When you only. leave the room, don't look back. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that's just about it for the oh, Dum Dum Club the for door. this week. Uh, guys, so, yeah, check out our uh, Twitter at Dum Dum Club, website littledumdumclub.com and Facebook, facebook.com slash littledumdumclub. We'll and put all the information up about June Northern. Exactly. That's where you can also <coughs> uh, deposit your photos, uh, uh, your, your contributions to the cause. Uh, oh, you get all the details. littledumdumclub at gmail.com if you'd rather do that. Yep. And we'll How get the email. hilarious that a pack soon. of assholes like us could actually do good. I love yeah. it. It's just karma. It's just for me, it feels good to do this just feels to get good. rid of all the guilt of everything else I've ever done yeah. in my life. And I feel bad about participating in this karma because a lot of the bad stuff comes back on me in some fashion eventually. And remember, if you're struggling, speak to someone. Yep. And uh, none of what I say or think reflects the views of my employer, the ABC. <laughs> yes. uh, Lawrence. I'm Christopher Pye. I'm Christopher Pye. <laughs> Lawrence Mooney, Dirty Laundry, ABC 1, 9.30pm Thursday, Thursday night. Nights. So please get involved. If you miss it, 9.30 Thursday night, catch up on iView. Plenty yeah, of friends of the show will be appearing on it, including, if you're listening to it live this week, uh, one of the absolute very, very favourite friend of the show, Ronnie Chang's appearing mm. this oh, week. Oh, awesome. Chang, Chang, Chang. Yeah, get ready for it to be a very sensitive episode. Yes. Chang, exactly. <laughs> So good. San- um, sandwich. 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 Fiona Lachlan gigs coming up that you would like to plug? Uh... Twitter feed, you you put stuff up on Twitter, so check your yeah. Twitter, Fiona Lachlan yeah. underscore. Um, I just do Carl's rooms. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, if anyone wants to be humped into broken glass, contact me <laughs> via Twitter. If anyone Lawrence wants to Mooney. hump someone into broken glass, I'm game. Yeah, yeah. and uh, if anyone wants their wall stared at, <laughs> give me a handful of Dexies and point me in the right direction. <laughs> So uh, we've got live shows. We've got yeah. our 250th episode live at the Portland Hotel. Oh, when, when? July uh, 18. Saturday night. You're very welcome. Awesome. Both of you are very welcome on a Saturday night to what make night? some... July 18th. July 18th. July 18th. The 250th yeah. episode. Spectacular. 250? Yeah. Wow. Is that good or bad? That's what do you awesome. reckon? <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah, okay. and I As think a great man once said, Tommy Daslow and Carl Chandler, two guys who started at the bottom and liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two guys I've... The, the great Lawrence Moody <laughs> once said that. enjoyed the company of... <laughs> uh, all right, guys. That's Join. all the time we've got for this week. Thank you guys so much for joining That's us. It's a pleasure. And we'll see you next time. See, see you, mate.